0: Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about Holy Week. I'm recording this on um, Holy Monday, uh, April 3rd, and so it's uh, this most important, uh, most sacred week, at least in the Christian liturgical calendar. It also happens to be a holy time for our Muslim friends, who are about halfway through the month of Ramadan, and our Jewish friends, who will be starting Passover, I think on Wednesday, uh, April 5th at sundown. Uh, so it's a, it's a holy week for at least the three uh, Abrahamic religions, a holy season, uh, I should say, and I'm just looking outside for a moment. It appears the leaf blowers have stopped their incessant uh, wee. uh We're all of a sudden in spring here in Chicago, and that means lots of leaf blowers. So hopefully we won't get interrupted here for a few moments. Um, But just want to say a word about about Holy Week, whether you're Christian or not, uh, whether you're familiar with Holy Week or not. uh, Even though I grew up Christian, we did not really uh, recognize Holy Week or or talk about it as this particular uh, seven-day period within the longer season of Lent. It's always the week leading up to Easter, uh, beginning with the so-called triumphal entry into Jerusalem Jesus makes on Palm Sunday, and then throughout that holy week when he's teaching in the temple, overturning tables, uh, being a rabble rouser, uh, essentially pushing back on the status quo, the powers that be. Uh, and eventually leading into what we call Monday, Thursday, uh, Good Friday, uh, Holy Saturday, and then Holy Week ends Saturday night uh, when Easter begins. Uh, and it really launches the, the whole season of Easter, uh, which is a 50 day season that starts on Easter Sunday and continues uh, for several more weeks. So we're going to spend just a moment thinking about Holy Week, and I'm going to share a couple of practices. Uh, that I often follow in these days. I'm also cognizant uh, last year, you know, we hadn't had an in-person Easter service since like 2019, and I had my medical leave uh, a couple months uh, over a year ago, so I missed Christmas being in person with our congregation. So we finally get to to the end of Lent, and into Holy Week, and I test positive for COVID (laughs) on Tuesday, last year of Holy Week, and I felt so bad for my pastoral colleague, Laura, who then had had to shoulder even more of the weight of this week uh, I jotted down some uh, some notes for a Monday Thursday sermon a Easter sermon but she had to preach them both for me I was 50 yards to the east of the church building in the in the manse um, So that was a bizarre experience. So I'm so glad this year to be not just in person, first time for me since 2019, uh, but also to be COVID free uh, so I can experience the high highs and low lows of this week with our community uh, of faith. So just a couple things to say about Holy Week. Uh, first of all, in the four canonical Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, they all slow down their narrative pace to, to almost a trickle to record as much as they possibly can from these, these cosmically pivotal days. Uh, you know, Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, they all you know tell parts of, it's very selective, but parts of the story of the life and ministry of Jesus thought to be about three years in length, and you know, so they're picking and choosing things to say, but once they get to Holy Week, the, the week before Jesus dies and is raised, um, the narrative pace slows way down. Uh, the Gospel of Mark devotes nearly 40% of his gospel to describe the events of Holy Week. Matthew is around 30%, Luke comes in at 23%, and John is a, a whopping 47%, almost half of his gospel uh, focused on this singular singular week, and it, it tells us how important Holy Week is for our lives, how these, these wondrous and, and woebegone days show us the face of God in Jesus Christ, uh, the face of God which is suffering love and boundless compassion and tremendous solidarity with the world uh, in its beauty and in its brokenness. One of my personal spiritual practices each year during Holy Week is to read the Passion Account from one of the Gospels. The the Passion Account is just a a quick way of referring to Holy Week. Uh, That's from the Latin word passio, which which means to to suffer. Um, And so it's called Passion Week. You remember the film several years ago, which I didn't like very well, but uh, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, uh, that wasn't just referring to Christ. You know, passion, his his life force, but rather to to the last week of Jesus' life, to to Holy Week, to his suffering. Um, in previous years, I often read from Mark uh, during Holy Week, but uh, this year I think I'm going to read from Matthew. I haven't started yet, uh, but that's the gospel we've been tracking uh, more of more of this year in in the church I serve. Um, so I'm going to read from Matthew. It's, it's basically Matthew chapters 26 and chapters 27. Uh, once you get into chapter 28, that's the, the resurrection accounts. Um, so I invite you to join me, whether you have a Bible at home or uh, can access it online. BibleGateway.org is where I often go when I'm reading it online, or the, the Holy Bible app, uh, the one that <coughs> uh, you can get on you know, Android or, or Apple devices is, is a good place to read it as well. Um, but to spend some time reflecting on these, um, oh gosh, these these days that are just so, so robust, um, so shining, so demanding, um, these days that show us the full range of human emotion, from, from elation and flourishing to the depths of agony and despair and hatred and fear and death and destruction um, that show us the way the world is supposed to be and is not uh, the way it's supposed to be. One other way I often experience Holy Week is through music, and so one other suggestion beyond reading the Passion account from one of the four Gospels, I invite you to um, experience it through music, uh, or maybe experience it through God's creation, being outside, seeing how, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, the spring is sort of starting to emerge very, very slowly. I saw the first daffodils at a neighbor's House just a few blocks away. This morning, first ones I've seen creep through and start to flower. Um, so spring is spring is on the way, and and yet lots of ways to experience uh, experience this holy week. Um, in particular, I like to listen to Handel's Messiah um, because in recent years during the pandemic. it Became something of a ritual uh, with our son Noah, who's who's now two and a half. Um, he he often perks up now when uh, when he hears Handel's Messiah uh, playing on our kitchen computer because I often turned it on during the pandemic when I was doing the dishes after supper. Ariane often does the cooking in our house. I often do the dishes. And uh, I I started it, I think, to try to see if it would calm our kids down during what is otherwise known in our house as the edge of glory, (laughs) the hour after dinner when everyone is melting down and whiny and ready for bed, Uh, but our our youngest son, Noah, uh, again, is particularly taken by the Messiah, the the brass, the strings, the the voices, and perhaps, let's be honest, the screen, computer screen. Uh, So usually when I turn it on, he'll drop whatever he's doing and go stand by the computer just kind of mesmerized by the music. And I like to imagine this makes George Friedrich Handel proud. Uh, Messiah, his most famous work, uh, is still sparkling, excuse me, is still sparking joy and wonder in in toddlers and adults alike. (laughs) Some, what has it been now, 280 no, 281 years after he wrote it, um, even though we most often hear it during Christmas, it was actually written as an Easter offering, uh, and so I can't think of a better way to, to get into the Holy Week and Easter spirit uh, by, by listening to that piece this week. Um, so those are a couple things I'm doing, friends, uh, reading the Passion Account, uh, listening to music, in particular, Handel's Messiah. Um, whether you observe Holy Week or not, whether you're Christian or not, um, I hope this week is a meaningful one for you, a formative one for you, uh, one in which you experience the face of God to be uh, solidarity, compassion, love, uh, suffering love that is with us and whose word of life uh is is the final word. Death does not have the last word. Life, love, uh, God's life do. Peace to you, friends. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.